We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One and a half to go in regulation. Burks will put it in. Finds Barrett. Get a shot up. This is for the win. This fucking team. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot my phone on the couch. Hang on. Hold on. I'll be right back. Here we go. Uh, okay. I need this for Andrew's text. Uh, I. This fucking team. Whew. Boy. Yeah, I just see Bricks Nation. We deserve one of these. Yeah, we deserve about five of these after this season. Um, I I just I don't I don't I. <clears throat> all right. Mm. The Knicks win. <laughs> the Knicks win. One hundred eight. One hundred five. I, I don't even know where to go first. <laughs> Let's start with uh, our first comment in the Super Chat here. Flausta, put some respect on Evan Fournier. Yeah, I, I guess that's the place we have to start because as much as that RJ shot was, oh, my God. Um, Evan Fournier has had... Let's just call it like it is. Evan Fournier has had the season from hell. Um, biggest free agent edition um, of the Knicks season. Biggest biggest Knicks free agent edition. I mean, you could really argue, putting it into context, uh, you know, since like, I don't know, 
Stoudemire because like Randall was seen as kind of like a consolation prize. Fournier, they wanted Fournier and they got Fournier. And it has it, it not only that it hasn't worked, it hasn't worked in a way where Fournier has been so emblematic of what this team is not that it was last year. And for him to come out and have a game tonight to get the Knicks, you know, and, and I'm ju- I'm going to call it like it is as I see it. And as I see it, this game was a big game. And I understand they're a game under 500 and they might miss the playoff. They're, they're probably going to miss the playoffs. They might miss the play-in game. But you're playing a team that has the same record as you. They're fighting for the same thing you are. The season's not over. It's not even midway through the year. This was a big game. This was a big game. And for Evan Fournier to come out and did what he did tonight, in the way that he did it to to tie J.R. Smith's Nick record of 10-3. And by the way, it's, it's funny. I have J.R. Smith coming up tomorrow on my New York or my countdown of the greatest 75 Knicks of all time. And I looked up the stat that that game today, J.R. Smith, the 10 threes game. He attempted 22 threes. Aaron Fournier tonight hit 10 threes on 14 shots. 10 threes on 14, 14 attempts from deep. 15 for 25 overall, 41 points. Just absolutely like this is the guy. I, I jo- I've joked a few times privately, maybe on here. I don't even know. That Fournier, like, the way he plays, it's like I want to tell him to, like, go put on a, a, a Team France jersey because this is not the way he plays when he plays in Olymp- Olympic play. Tonight, that's the way he plays when he plays for Team France. Like, he fucking means it. And it was personal to him tonight. And I just wish he would play like it's personal every night. Or at least play a little bit closer. But I'm not going to complain about Evan Fournier's past tonight. I'm going to focus on Evan Fournier's present tonight. And Evan Fournier's present, my God, let me tell you, the way the Knicks came out against the Celtics this evening in that first quarter, and really the whole first half, was it was embarrassing. And he was the only thing that kept him in the game. Otherwise, it would have been probably a 35-point deficit instead of a 25-point deficit if it wasn't for Fournier. And... And they came out so flat. And then for him to put them on his back was just unbelievable job. Um, I don't know what Fournier's career with the Knicks is going to become. He might get traded in three weeks for all we know. Um, but I'll say this. I will I will forever put some respect on his name. Um, for as, as much as he has frustrated me arguably more than any other player on this team this year, I'm going to put respect on his name. Um I'm going to save Barrett for last. I'm going to talk quickly about Julius Randle. So Julius Randle appears as best as I can tell. And I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know the context. I don't know the context. I want to be very clear about that. I don't know the context, but there were several instances tonight where Julius Randle was screaming towards the crowd. And then cameras caught him giving the old thumbs down. Now don't know the context. Don't know maybe he was calling out a play, on de- a, a coverage on defense. Don't know what he was doing. Don't know what he was shouting at the crowd, although you can kind of read his lips. This season of he- from hell for Julius Randle. Talk about a season from hell for Evan, Evan Fournier. At least Evan Fournier has put up good numbers. Julius Randle, you're not going to find a guy who has fallen further 
from being on a top 10 MVP finish and, and second team all NBA. Um, it has now become personal for him. It, it seems in a very strange way. And it seems to be him against the world. And you know what? I may have my qualms with his reasoning or his logic or his justification for feeling um, like he has been aggrieved in some way. Um, but what I cannot counter uh, or, or cannot be mad at is the performance tonight. And I know he was only 8 of 20, but that stretch where he just went beast mode on the Boston Celtics and put the team on his back for a little bit. Um, ended up with 22 points uh, and really just played just, I mean, he was on the floor obviously for most of the second half and that the defense throughout the second half was really, really good. Um, I know the Celtics scored whether they scored and that's because Jason Tatum Celtics actually only scored, excuse me, 42 points in the second half. And that's only because Jason Tatum is one of the best players in basketball. Um, but uh, Julius, a best two-way performance from him, arguably this season in the second half tonight, um, after not that great of a start. And then I'm going to – so I'm going to end it before I get to the rest of the Super Chats with a two-pronged comment. How do I, how do I, how do I phrase this so that it won't piss anybody off? R.J. Barrett tonight hit the biggest shot of the next season. And he deserves all the credit in the world for that. It was an amazing shot. Amazing shot. But it'll be, it'll be the best shot of the season. It was, it was better than any shot that I can remember last season. Maybe the bullet three to tie it against New Orleans. Um, the way, the way this happened though, this was, this was the best shot in years. This is, you could argue this is the best shot in fucking, I don't know, a long time for the Knicks. Um, RJ, and he's going to get a lot of headlines and it's going to be RJ Barrett has bad game, but comes up big in the end, right? RJ Barrett didn't just have a bad, and, and, and here's the other part of that. Emmanuel quickly is not going to get mentioned. RJ Barrett didn't just have a bad game. R.J. Barrett had, I would argue, up until that shot, maybe the worst game he's played this season um, on both ends. A lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes, a lot of bad decisions and bad execution and bad everything. And then he hit that shot, and he should get all the credit in the world for that shot. And you know what? Despite the fact that he had a terrible game, anyone who is capable of taking that shot and hitting that shot you know what? I have faith in that guy. I have faith in that guy to figure it out and to work his way through whatever shit he's going through right now. It's a, it's been a very inconsistent season for him. It's been a bad season for him. And I, I, I'm still high on RJ Barrett long-term. I just want to be that very clear about that, but he had an awful game and Emmanuel quickly, who is not going to get talked about in this game. Cause people are going to talk about Fournier. They're going to talk about Randall and they're going to talk about um, uh, RJ because of the shot. Emmanuel quickly was as instrumental to winning that game as any player on the court. He absolutely came in, especially in the second half, and completely changed the energy of the game. 100% changed the energy of the game. I am going to remember this as much for Emmanuel quickly as I will for anything else. That dude, and, and again, I hope RJ goes on to be whatever kind of special player he's going to be. Um, that dude, Emmanuel Quickly, is a special player. Doesn't matter the situation. 
comes in, does what he does, gives energy, lets it all out on the floor. I thought his defense was as impressive as his offense. Um, 16 points, 6 of 12. Uh, I can't say enough about Emmanuel quickly. I just wanted to get that out there right at the front. Um, here we go. Let's get to some let's get to some super chats. We have a thousand watching right now. We already have over a hundred likes. Get those likes up, baby. Robert Boy, we play this team again on Saturday, by the way. You goddamn right we do. Holy shit. This season series against Boston, my lord. Um, and we're gonna play these guys in a play-in game. You know it. I don't know if it's gonna be the seven eight, I don't know if it's gonna be the nine ten, but we are seeing these motherfuckers in a play-in game. Maybe it'll be one team wins the 9-10 and one team wins the 7-8 and then or loses the 7-8 and then they play each other. I don't know what it's going to be. We're seeing these guys again um, after tomorrow. Um, and, Andrew, you're going to have to help me out uh, with the Super Chats because I have a feeling uh, I missed a few, but Andrew will be there to clean me up. Gad Candelario is the next one I see on my screen. I think Evan deserves the French Prince for one night at least. Go Knicks. He, you could give him the French prince. You could give him the French uh, queen. You could give him the French king. You could give him the French fucking duke, the monarch, the uh, – I don't know what other royal positions there are. The duchess of uh, – the, the duchess of Manhattan. There you go. I don't know what he is. He's everything. He's, 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 the, he's the man tonight. Anthony Sixto, Supermax Fournier. <laughs> I like that one. Keep Burks off the inbounds. Uh, Randall and Barrett are fighters. Let's go. Yeah, right. You know, they, they are. And, and look, they're here they are staring at me, staring through me on some of these post games, what I've said about them this year. These are two players who are convinced they are great. They are convinced that they are the guys who are going to resurrect this franchise. And that doesn't always work out so well for us. But they are fighters, and they don't give up, and they are stubborn. And when you're a professional athlete, you need to be stubborn. Um, sometimes it's it's it, it manifests itself in, in ways that are not so good. Um, tonight, as it were, it manifested itself in, in ways that are that are quite good. By the way, I just want to give a quick. I know Burks went one for ten or whatever. Um, I thought he I thought he affected the game in other ways. I thought he played a good game. I just want to put that out there real quick. Jean Baptiste Peron, um, Evan Fournier. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Evan Fournier. I see you've translated it. I'm going to try to read it in French. Evan Fournier est un génie incompris. Incompris? Um, the French Knicks represent. He will be back being awful soon, but love him. <laughs> I hope I read that correctly. Thank you for the super chat. Jason M., my main man. Jason, speechless. I got nothing to say. Let's go next. Uh, amen to that. Janky AF. Wow Z. By the way, speaking of Wow Z, my wife sent me a text in the fourth quarter, not even after the game, it, during the fourth quarter, and said, "You're going to wake up the children." And the implication was very clear: don't wake up the fucking children, you idiot, you grown man who can't contain himself. And then the shot happened. And I let out a noise that anyone who's here right now who watched it on playback, you heard the noise. And it was, I don't want to describe it. I don't want to, I'm not going to imitate it again. But how these two kids in my apartment did not wake up at that, I don't know. Anyway, 
Uh, get back to Janky's comment. Only thing better than the win is tuning into KFS afterwards. That's really kind of you. Thank you, man. Uh, also, you'd shout out to Macri for using the word janky in the newsletter today. I like the word janky. I think I referred to some janky footwork, if I recall correctly. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, my main man, Kevin Danishevsky. What kind of acid trip was that? <laughs> it's funny you might say that because I'm going to mention an acid trip in the newsletter tomorrow. Um, I'm speechless. Emmanuel quickly needs to start after this game. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. What do you think Fournier did differently tonight other than hit shots? He played the Celtics. I mean, I really I, – I, I wish I could make it more complicated than that. Um, he played the Celtics. I, I don't I don't know what to say. Um, would love to capitalize on that. You know what? You never know when a win is going to turn around a season. Um Maybe this team, maybe this team has some like major league energy, where it's like instead of it, fuck the owner, it's fuck the fans, you know, I, fuck, fuck all the people saying all that. I don't care what it is. If they turn around the season, I don't care what it is. And if this game turns around the season, and maybe it could, it was that big of a win. In terms of quickly needing to start, look, Emmanuel quickly played tonight. Twenty five minutes. Was it? Tw- excuse me, twenty seven minutes. Was it? No, twenty five minutes. Was it enough? No, probably not. Like, I believe in my core that Emmanuel Quickly's long-term role on a good team is going to be exactly what it is on this team. A guy who comes in, six-man, first guy off the bench, most important guy off the bench. I think he thrives in that role. And I think before – here's what – I've said this a few times tonight. I said it on the halftime and I said it on the playback. I'm done – I'm done with the with the starting lineup um, fucking game of musical chairs. Whatever it is, it never works. It doesn't even matter who's in there. They need to that is a that is a locker room thing. That is a mindset thing. That is a figure your shit out thing. It is not a Emmanuel Cookie's not in the starting lineup and this person is. They need to get their shit together and figure out how to come out of out of the locker room to start these games with the intention of winning them. They did not do that tonight. That's why they went down 25. Um, I'm fine with quickly's role as it is. I know that's an unpopular opinion. I don't care. That's my opinion. Rory Celentano. I can't believe I almost mispronounced the fellow Italians last name. Randall's house again. Finally. Yeah, man. I don't care who he's cursing at, what he's cursing about. It was his house. Um, I know we didn't imagine how good um, he was last year. That happened. That was a real thing. You don't do that by happenstance. That dude is in there somewhere, which is why, as much as I said a week ago, Julius Randle doesn't deserve to be on a YMCA court right now. Notice I have never said Julius Randle's a bum. Julius Randle's washed up. This was always in there. I just started to question whether it could get out in here in New York with everything that has happened this season. But I kind of had a feeling it might. And I, that's why Tibbs always goes to him. We'll see. Um, by the way, this from uh, a tweet courtesy of Tim Bontemps. Celtics coach Ime Udoka says his team lacks mental toughness and that they get rattled in late game situations. Said they have to settle down and execute better in those moments. Well, you know, the Knicks had a little something to do with those, that. By the way, um, we have almost 300 likes uh, I see the pin tweet courtesy of my buddy Andrew Claudio. Get those likes up. 
uh, gently tap your mouse or mouse pad or whatever, however you, 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 if you're watching on your phone, I don't know, just hit the like button. Uh, it's appreciated. Um, biological goat. RJ owe me money for my dent in my ceiling from jumping too high and punching it. I was about to say RJ could pay for my divorce lawyer when my wife wakes up tomorrow and was like, I can't take this shit anymore. Um, I'm only kind of kidding. Let's go Knicks. The only time I ever punched my ceiling and I literally punched the ceiling, I, I dislodged a, uh, a ceiling tile was the Allen Houston shot in game five against, uh, against Miami in the first round in, in 99. I got to tell you, man, this, this shot, this might be a top five for me. I'm 38 years old. Top five shot of all time for me. And maybe it's just because I was watching on playback tonight with Andrew and Jeremy. Um, shout out to all the patrons who joined us on p- playback. Um, but the way the game was going and the way it ended and why, and this communal experience of the fourth quarter and then the way the shot went down off the glass, obviously, might be top five. Might be a top five shot in my lifetime that I can remember. Um, you know, the, the Houston shot and the LJ four-point play will always be uh, up there as will the – uh, the Ewing putback in Game Seven and the Ewing finger roll in um, Game Five in '95, which nobody remembers that. But that was a good one too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this gets the fifth spot. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Jeremy E. When I put on your post game and you were laughing insanely, my wife turned to me and said, why is a mirror on TV? (laughs) 
Go Knicks. Yeah, I mean, we have – listen, um, I feel like I'm a little hard on the fan base sometimes because because everybody's so passionate and it, it people get so frustrated and I get frustrated too. And, you know, you want this and you want – not you, but people want this and they want that. And this team has been so frustrating this year and everybody's just frustrated. Um, but this is the best fan base in sports. And it's the most passionate fan base in sports. And uh, we just – we love this team. We love this sport. So it's, it's a New York sport. I don't care what anybody says. And to win a game like that in this arena – it doesn't get any better than that. So shout out, Jeremy. Good comment. Thank you. Uh, Robert McGinley. The more I think about this team, the less I know. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about this team. I don't know a blessed thing about this fucking team. I have no idea about this team. Nothing. They could come out the next game against Boston in Boston and lose by 40. And I'd be like, okay, I get it. Um, or they could come out and they could win by 20 and have turned the season around. I really don't know. Um, they're it's a funky group. They're they're a mediocre team. Um, I don't even know what to say. What a fucking comeback! Let's go next. Yeah, man, I'm right right there with you, bud. Uh, Greg Moran, holy shit, the bank was open. Ivan Fournier with his who am I? Jean Valjean. Shout out to Jeremy Cohen for that reference this week. The Jean Valjean game after being called out by the world. Need all these guys to be doing. Going to some something uh, need all these guys to be going to do something fun this year. Love it, love KFS. Cheers. I, I think what I'll say, thank you by the way. Um, we love you guys. I, what I'll say after tonight is like there's been over uh, much of it spouted by me some wishy washiness about um, you know is this team maybe better off tanking or that what you know this that and the other thing. They're going to go for it, you know, as they should. You know, it's a fun team at its core. They haven't figured it out yet. It's been a a frustrating team, but there is a fun team in there, and they have – here's the thing about this team. For as frustrating as they've been, you have moments where you love Julius Randle. Me, all of us, love Julius Randle. Where we love Evan Fournier. Where we love R.J. Barrett. And obviously, where we love guys like Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Alec Burks, Derek Rose, like this team makes you feel all of those emotions, and they and sometimes they put it together, and it's magical. Um, I think they're going to give this team a shot to see what they could do. I still don't have many expectations for them, but uh, we'll, we'll you know we'll see. Uh, Justin Bistrak. Tibbs must have made Fournier play with a team France jersey under his Knicks one. Finally, this team made me feel something after 39 games. Go New York, go New York, go. There we go. Right there, baby. Forget what – I wish I remember what game I got that at. I don't remember. It was definitely during the 94 season. Um, I felt a lot of things about from this team this year. Very few of them have been good. Uh, tonight, they made me feel something good. So that's nice. Thank you for that, Justin. Uh, Harry Donert, my main man. Not much to say. Let's go next. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, my goodness, what a win, what a fucking win, just unbelievable. And by the way, I just want to say real quick, while I have a a very, very, very quick pause before I continue, they beat the Celtics, Jason Tatum, 36 points on 21 shots. Robert Williams was a monster 
a monster on defense all game. He finished with uh, seven blocks. Not bad. Um, Jalen Brown didn't do much. Marcus Smart didn't do much, although he was four of ten from three. Pretty good game from three from Marcus Smart. Um, and Dennis Schroeder, eight of twelve. Like the Celtics didn't play badly. Um, this was not a loss from the Celtics as much as this was a win for the Knicks. I want to be very clear on that. After lo- uh, this is from Anthony Six though. After losing close games, it really felt big to pull it out. Yeah, I would have been so disappointed if they lost this. I wouldn't have even cared about the fact that they fought back. I would have been so disappointed if they lost this. Um, even bigger for Barrett hitting a buzzer beater. Moments like these you could build on. Yeah, I do think you could build on this. Completely agree. Kenny Rose, Evan F. in Fournier. Wow. IQ needs to start because of the pace he brings. As much And as much as Obi will play, they should trade him and see what they could get. You know, the trade Obi um, sentiment exists out there in the fan base. And I think for a lot of fans who are saying it, it is much out of like frustration from the feeling like if you're not going to fucking play him, then trade him. I, I want to be patient there. And and because I, I do feel like there's still a moment to be had for him potentially in this city, in this uniform. I understand Julius probably isn't going anywhere. Um, as for quickly starting, you know, I addressed that before. I guess I just don't understand. I hate to sound like a, a, a fucking coach on autopilot here, but it's not who starts, it's who finishes. And the fact that quickly finishes games and plays during the most important stretches of games, I understand what's painful about this particular team is they get off to such horrible starts. But again, Look at the guys who got them off to the horrible start. It was the guys that were cheering now. It's RJ. It's Fournier. It's it's Randall. Alec Burks was on, on the, the court to start games. He's been their best player this year. Now, I understand Alec Burks is not a point guard. But my comeback to, to, to anybody calling for quickly to start is quickly isn't a point guard either. He's a spark plug. He's a microwave guy. He's a, he's a, He's all of those things. So I don't know that starting him is the answer. I think they need to figure out, you know, how to make Kemba work with this starting unit when Kemba's back. And maybe he'll be back in Boston on Saturday night. We'll see. Um, Kevin Wilson says, I don't even really have anything to say. I just felt like throwing some money around after that. Thank you, man. That's really kind. Um, and I see there's a there's a monster super chat coming up. Um, holy shit, what an ending. Yeah, what an ending is right. My God. Kevin McEwen, man. Let me just say right here. Kevin McEwen, Kevin McEwen, you have been with us since the beginning. Uh, You've been with me since the beginning. I think this is the most generous Super Chat we've ever gotten. Uh, You, sir, are the absolute man. Uh, Oh, wait, uh, uh, hold on. I I, I misread. No, it's it's C.T. Pittman. Kevin McEwen, you're the man also. You've given some big Super Chats in the past. I thought it was the the other one. Um, Shout out to you anyway. What the heck was that? Wow. Uh, what a damn game. She's such an amazing game. I know he frustrates you, but Evan played his ass off just well. The the crazy super chat I'm referencing, of course, because I can't read because I am still blindsided after that game. Um, of course, it's from C.T. Pittman. Um, C.T., you, 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 you um, 
I don't know what to say about you. Uh, I need to I need to get your address. We need to send you something, a gift, courtesy of KFS. Uh, thank you, man. You're the you're the boss. Just because that was some of the craziest shit I ever seen. That's your comment. I don't even know what to say, other than you're awesome. Um, my God, what a wild game. My girl Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? Amazing buzzer beater from RJ. Bullius was okay. <laughs> She's called Julius Bullius. Bullius. Uh, that was an inside joke from our, our playback. Uh, was okay in a second. Apparently, people need to boom to get him going. Who knew? Scornier was going nuts for once. Uh, it was so crazy. Wild game. Let's go next. Yeah, crazy game um, all around. Uh, this one from Hush Zoo. Fournier gave the biggest FU to all of us New York fans, and I'm loving it. Best game of the season, 25-point comeback with RJ buzzer beater. Can't make this stuff up. I want IQ to start now. A lot of IQ start – Start IQ. A lot of start IQ chance. I get it. I get it. I get it. I love IQ. I love Emmanuel quickly. I just think he's best off the bench. I'm, I'm not I'm not getting off that hill. Um, AB is seriously best off the bench. IQ closest to a point guard. Here's what I want. I want both of those guys to come off the bench quickly and Fournier or quickly and, and uh, Burks together. And I want Kemba to figure out how to play with Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett and Evan Fournier. Um, now, Kemba knows how to play with Fournier. It doesn't look like he knows how to play with R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle, and that is a solution for this season. And I realize that all the people who want quickly to start are thinking long-term, right? You think quickly is a long-term point guard answer. I still see him as more of a bench player long-term, which is why I'm comfortable keeping him in that role and I would rather, if anything, if anything, consider, you know, starting next season, if you can't get a point guard in free agency or a really good one in the draft, then maybe see what Deuce has or maybe see what someone else has. I just, I'm not, I can't get on the start quickly bandwagon with, with you guys. I'm sorry. Um, Ryan Huang, who'd you rather have, French Fournier or the Celtics Fournier? It's a pretty good question. Celtics Fournier, for sure. Julius was pissed because we booed him pretty hard in the third. Yeah, he was not a happy camper. Will Oliver, maybe we get a smack of reality soon, but it feels like a potential turning point game, the sort that creates long-term chemistry. Let's hope. I mean, us against the world, nobody believes in us, all that kind of stuff is the best type of chemistry building stuff. Um, maybe that's what they got going on. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not sure. Um, Hush Zoo. Um, also, what I'm enjoying with this season, we all have the biggest love-hate relationship with each player. Feels like a drama. Ha ha. Um, I have only love for quickly, Obi, and Derek Rose. I think those three. Quickly, Obi, Derek Rose, and I guess kind of Alec Burks. And oh, and Taj. But we have a love-hate relationship with all the all the guys who play the most minutes, right? Kemba, Julius, Fournier, RJ, um, Mitch, Mitch, my God, I did not like Mitch's game tonight at all. Um Richard's uh comment, Richard Bourne Venek. What a game. Wish Super Chat was available so I can show appreciation in a tangible way. Go Knicks. Um 
Oh yeah, because I don't know why. Why is I don't know why Super Chat is is not available where you are. But I'm I'm sorry. Um, thank you. You're the man, dude. Um, thank you for being a, a Ewing uh, tier subscriber, by the way. Uh, Flausta, uh, thank you for your contribution. Um, G beers. Oh wait, hold on. So Julius Randall on the meaning behind his thumbs down to the crowd in the fourth quarter. Quote, shut the fuck up. That's the quote. That is, that is, that is, that is the quote. Um, let's see what else we have it. He, uh, Fred Katz adds some commentary. Uh, Knicks got booed loudly earlier in the game. And Julius Randle did acknowledge. He gave a thumbs down to the crowd in the fourth quarter. His message to the fans, shut the fuck up. It's personal, baby. It's personal for him. Whatever works, buddy. Whatever works for you. I just... No, I, I... I get it. I get it. I get it. And I, I don't necessarily blame him. Um, but he's, it, 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 you know, the fact that he has now acknowledged it, it is towing a bit of a dangerous line. Um, and I'll be interested to see where it goes from here. Uh, I think it will, I think fans will respond positively. But at the same time, if you get booed in the first half of a game in which you are down by 25 because you don't come out with the commensurate around amount of effort to win the game, fans are going to boo. Fans are going to boo. Um, it's interesting that he acknowledged it. I, I'm surprised he didn't hide from it. Okay, interesting. Uh, let's go back. Um, G beers, biggest shot of RJ's career during the, uh, third quarter, Julius mini run TNT TNT showed Julius Randall's wife. And she looks so worried about him. Just want these players to feel good and play. Well, Fournier must've loved Boston or something. Yeah. I I don't, I mean, again, I said at the beginning, this has become personal for Julius Randall. This has now gone beyond basketball or, you know, I just want him to play well. And I just want him to have fun out there. And I just want him to, I just want him to help them win games. Um, again, I'm, I'm, here's what I'll say very quickly about this. I think he is conflating some of the overly harsh criticism that he has received from me and other people. Um, with the reaction of a stadium of people who paid a lot of money to be in an arena and then watch their team that they root for come out and essentially not give NBA-level effort um, and go down by 25 points. I think he's conflating those two things. I think there's a way to make it so that you can respond to your haters and show them that you are not washed up, you are not a bum, you are not the you are not at the root of all of the Knicks problems. You are not any of these things. Um, 
you know, without without giving the thumbs down to the people who paid money to see you stink up the joint for uh, the better part of a quarter and a half and go down by 25. Um, I'm not, and I say that as someone who doesn't boo. I don't boo. I don't really believe in booing, but at the same time, you know, if you if you go to a game and you get that kind of performance, it is what it is. Uh, all right, D back, D black, excuse me. First thirty seconds of the pod with that. Oh, hold on, I lost you. Uh, I'll get you back. Don't worry. Um, my God, you guys are on fire in the super chat tonight. Thank you guys so much. Um, this is insane. And just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Um, oh no, I lost it. Andrew, give me that comment back. Um, okay. I'm going to keep moving on. Dominic Ambrose. Unbelievable game. I was there. That's awesome. You saw the game of the year. Um, so many swings of emotion. I was cursing RJ out for 47 minutes. You and me both. So many F Trey young chance. Goddamn. What a game. Um, yeah, a lot of emotion. Um, that's, but that's been this team this year, Matt from Australia, the capital of Australia is not Sydney, by the way. Um, I'm so happy. I love you all. Let's go Knicks, baby. Um, by the way, another interlude to, to, to get this, this is the full exchange. Uh, this as per Fred Katz bond step Bondi asked the question cameras caught you giving thumbs down to the crowd. What was that about? Randall response, shut the fuck up. Um, Bondi, to whom? Randall, what are you talking about? To who? He just said to who? Uh, is in response to something? Question mark. Uh, response from Julius. You saw that. You saw what was going on with that. Okay. All right, then. Man's not happy. Sam Frenzel, thank you so much for the super chat. We appreciate it. Lunas Emirat, F it, I'm hopping on. Hashtag 53 wins. Bad, Badman Barrett. Um, yeah, I like that tweet, that, the picture with Badman Barrett. Um, uh, oh, here's D Blacks, the rest of D Blacks' comment. Uh, first 30 seconds of the pod with that Jack Nicholson Joker laugh was the highlight of the year. Yeah, I. I, I can't help myself. Fournier serving up crow cutlets. Hold on. Speaking of crow cutlets, I guess we're going to have to change the name of our special friend here to uh, Evan. He'll join us for the rest of the pod. How about that? Um, yeah, 53 wins. I don't know how many games they're going to have to win from here on in to get 53, but it's uh, it's it's a, it's a few. Um, Verunsky's take. What do you make of Fournier's defense tonight, especially against Tatum? I'm so happy you brought that up. I wanted to mention that. I thought it several times throughout the game, and I forgot about it. Uh, best defense he's played all season. But, again, part of, you know, this is part of the frustration about Fournier. He can do that. He is capable of that. And he doesn't on a consistent basis. And that's – that, Julius Randle, is why fans are frustrated with this team. Um. I thought he was great. I thought he was great. I thought I thought he took the matchup personally. But again, you're you're a professional athlete. You're supposed to take every matchup personally. Um, I predict Fournier will average over 20 for the remainder of the year, and your opinion on him will take a comprehensive 180. Maybe I don't know. Um, I mean, look, if the guy averages 20 for the rest of the year, 100, I'll, I'll I'll do a 180. 
Uh, I just think he hasn't played with. He hasn't he hasn't played like a guy who's, who 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 is really interested. Who's it was intensely involved in this season. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zin for a spin. Zin nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Kevin Danishevsky back for more. I take the IQ comment back. I forgot about Kemba, LOL. I just mean that he should start over Burks. You mean for right now while Kemba's out? That's fair. That's actually fair. I'll, I'll, I'll co-sign that. AB's great, but the point guard Burks does not work. I don't. I don't disagree with that. Um, mentioned on playback though, I like the Terry comp better. IQ is better on defense. Yeah, IQ is better than uh, Jason Terry. I love the Jason Terry comp for quickly. Elias Awike, love the way quickly played tonight on both ends underrated star of the game. I can't wait to write about him as soon as I get done with this. I really save the game for them. I really did think because when he came in the game in the third quarter, remember, remember when he came in the game in the third quarter, the Celtics had just gone on their run to counter our run and quickly came in and he saved their ass. Um, Sean Hardy, what's going on, Sean? Over 207.5. Oh, no. The crow fell. Um, never in doubt. If we ever meet, I'm buying you a Macallan 12 on the rocks. My God. This is what I'm drinking tonight. Yeah, I'll show you guys. I'm drinking some uh, Starlight Distillery. Old Rickhouse. Double-aged rye whiskey. That's the celebratory drink tonight. Um, I would love to uh, toast you, Sean. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Greg Film Stuff. Fournier is full of shit for only seeing red when he sees Boston. You got that right. Um, in the third, there was a stretch where Randall was feasting at the rim. He can. I'm so happy you brought this up. There was a stretch where Randall was feasting at the rim. He confuses me. Putting consistent pressure at the rim would make Julius a perennial all-star. I said it. I said it at the time. No, Andrew, I'm going to read Rob's next. Um, during our playback. He that that was when he was cursing at the fans. No, Andrew, go back to Rob's. I didn't see it yet. Um, I, I I said it um, when he was when he was cursing at the fans and or cursing at the crowd and giving the thumbs down or whatever. It was right when he was going to the rim, and it was he was pissed off and he was going to the rim because he was pissed off. And I was just was saying like, okay, I'm glad you're pissed off and whoever you're pissed off at, but the reason that the people are booing you, which is why you're pissed off, is because. We know this version of you exists. We know it because we've seen it before. The guy who is relentless about getting to the rim whenever he needs to. 
And we've seen it at times two years ago, last year, and this year. So where is that guy more consistently as opposed to the guy who settles, you know? Um, and that's why I've said, you know, in my in other moments, I still like him better as a guy who finishes plays than the guy who initiates plays, unless he's set up in a certain certain alignments. Um, yeah, I, you know, that's that's my rant. Um, it would it would make him a perennial all star. Now we got Rob the the Lumsa the Felusma's comment. Frenchy Pepe Le Pew finally came through, JM. Yeah, he did. About damn time. Um, Chris Burks, have you ever seen the movie Janky Promoters? No, I have not. I've never even heard of that movie. Andrew, if you've seen that movie, uh, shoot me a text. Nick Petroselli, Fournier was in his, wait for it, wait for it, baguette. I'm going to, I need to, uh, I need to take a picture of that one because that, that needs to end up in the newsletter tomorrow. Thank you, Nick. Um, this one from uh, Colin Reardon. Uh, always listen to the podcast. First time in YouTube live chat. Thank you for uh, coming, Colin. Um, you can guess why I'm here. Felt like RJ's first career-defining moment. Elated as fuck right now. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, was it his first career-defining moment? I think he had a few, I think he had a few nice moments last year. Um, People love the, the fast break dunk over Bogdanovich in, the, in game one. I can't get as excited about that because we lost that game. Um, he's hit some big shots. This was the biggest shot, obviously. We'll see. We'll see. I'm here for this. I'll, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> uh, big J. I, I didn't want to like this comment. There was 1.5 on the clock, and RJ had the ball. Whether he was taking the shot or not, the decision was his to make. That's big for RJ. And you could see Tibbs talking to him um, on the sideline right before. Like, the, the play was always designed for RJ, which to me says that, you know what? The coach has faith in the guy because they knew in the timeout they were not going to Fournier catch the ball. They were just not going to let him catch the ball. And to have faith in RJ to get the ball and to make and to, to make the play, make the shot, um, you know, awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, Fred, Fred, another I'm, I'm loving Fred Katz's Twitter tonight. Fred For, uh, Evan Fournier, out of context. I wasn't thinking about you in the shower. That is out of context. Uh, this from Haitian Ferg. Um, Season-altering character win tonight. Proud of the heart they showed in the comeback. Is Fournier a citizen? If not, let's push that through quickly. Um, I, I joked at the end of the game, uh, they should trade Fournier now while his trade value is high. Uh, half joking. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I enjoy peace with another comment. Macri. I don't have it like C.T. Pittman. C.T. Pittman's a legend, man. C.T. Pittman is is helping putting my both of my daughters through college. I, I don't even I don't even know what to say about C.T. Uh, he's the man. Uh, but watching that game with you guys on playback was one of the most fun experiences of my Nick fandom. That's uh, really I appreciate that. Thank you and thank you for being a patron. Um, thanks, Nick's Film School, for all the effort. This is Mark uh, R. By the way, oh Mark, you're always in the in the chat in the playbacks. It's great having you there. I'm glad you enjoyed it. We love doing the playbacks. We just had a meeting with the folks at Playback today. Quick aside, um, they shared some stuff with us. We shared some stuff with them. 
that we're excited about doing, they're excited about doing. Uh, it's going to be a long-term partnership. So if you want to get on board and you want to watch games with Andrew and me and Jeremy, um, you know, we've been doing these things once a week. Uh, yeah, hop, hop into the Patreon and, uh, and, and join us. Yushen Zhu. What's going on, Yushen? Kudos to Tibbs for not calling timeout with 15 seconds left and calling the last play for RJ. Yeah, I, 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 I was okay with the no timeout because I think he trusted the guys that were out there. Um, almost came back to bite him, but um, I, it, it was the right move, right? Um, this one from uh, Ed Paula. Barrett didn't play as bad as you made it seem. I don't know. I think he played pretty rough. I, I'm, I'm agree to disagree on that. Maybe you saw some stuff that I didn't see. Again, you're watching it live. You could only, you could only see so much. He had clutch assists. The lob to Mitch. The Mitch. The lob to Mitch was great. Uh, but again, that was in the last two minutes of the game, right? And the pass to IQ to take the lead after Fournier fumbled the ball. Um, I forget that one. I'll go back and watch it. I promise. I just thought for the majority of the game, I thought he Barrett had, you know, he had one of his rougher games. Um, but again, it, it, it you win the game and you come up with the biggest play, all is forgiven, right? Uh, all is forgiven. Uh, Brian Benjamin, what's going on, Brian? Randall wants it quiet like it was last year with no fans. Ooh, Brian. Dems fighting words, I do believe. You know, it, it, it's it's interesting you say that because a lot of people, um, <laughs> a lot of people have mentioned that. I'm seeing somebody retweeted our our playback. Uh, my reaction on playback. My goodness gracious, um, <laughs> it's not it's craziness. Um, I don't think it's the no fans. That's why Julius has had a bad year. I think it was more about adjusting his game to fit the new pieces. I do think that Julius Randle is a guy who is very emotional about the game and... I think he's he's I don't I don't mean to stutter here. I think he's still I don't want to say like scarred, but like he and we all got on him and it was really rough to watch. But again, it was the first 20 games of a season, new contract, new city, new team. His teammates weren't very good. It was bad it was bad everything. And then like the last, you know, 40 or so games, however many play games they played to finish that season, he was Fine. He was okay. He wasn't great. He was fine. And he was the target of so many of us, myself included. And then he came back last year and everybody loved him because he played better. And now this year it's back to the reaction that may be worse than the reaction for the 2019-20 season. And I, could, I get it that he's like, you know what? Fuck all these people. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, you know, I just need to face that. I, I just, I get it. I get it. I get it. I just, obviously I'm, I'm the least athletic person on the face of the earth, but like, I have to think it's probably tough to go about your business as a professional athlete riding so high and getting so low because you're riding the wave of emotions based on 
you know, whatever the fans are doing. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a an unfair assumption by me or um, but it, it just yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um Ryan Huang, what's going on again, Ryan? Thank you again for another super chat here. We actually booed Julius in the third. It was a stretch of turnover, defensive meltdown, turnover. But it was after he started hitting shots. Um, we were watching on the playback. I didn't hear the booing. If I mean, I if that's if that's what um, if that's what he was being specific about that they were booing in the third, then I'll give him more of a pass. Um, I, I I obviously I know the turnover, defensive meltdown, turnover. You know that was Boston hit some shots. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, interesting. So this is a general comment from Andrew. You wonder if some of the -the over-the-top jubilation that he went into protocols made its way to him or Kendra, and he had enough tonight. Ah, that's a good comment, Andrew. Good comment. Um, yeah, no, he, I'm sure, look, the guy obviously pays attention on social media. Um, was it the fact that people were happy that he went into protocols? Maybe that's it. I don't know. And if that's the case, I don't disagree because that was pretty, pretty disgusting. Um, how people reacted, uh, in certain circles of the internet to him going into protocols, uh, Andrew German. I think the common denominator here is Andrew. All the players on the teams that he likes love a good thumbs down. Do better, LOL. Yeah, uh, shout out to, what was it, Javier Baez that gave the thumbs down on the Mets? There you go. Um, Jason M., maybe Randall saw your post game after the Pistons. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I really have no idea. Um, again, I, he watches this shit. He clearly watches this stuff. Not me, but, like, pays attention on the internet. Um James Piscal, what a game, what a win. First time in the chat. I always tune in. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for coming to the chat. Um, love the work from you guys. Let's go, Knicks. Um, oh, is it now Detroit T- Tiger Javier Baez? I did I did not know that. Um, okay. Ryan Eggers, can't wait to see what this team can do in the game. They don't go down 20. Yeah, th- that's never going to happen, This this maddening team. Um. Okay, I think we're almost to the end here. Imad, oh no, here we go. Imad, uh, Khalil, John. This team has heart. Period. They have heart because the starting lineup has started so badly in so many games, and they have come back to make those games competitive or win them. Yes, they have heart. There is heart in that locker room, and that's why. For as much as people have called for Tibbs' head this season, I can't call for his head because there are people in that locker room that are incredibly motivated, and they go out and they play well. At the same time, the way they came out tonight was so disheartening. And I put that on Tibbs as much as anyone because it's his job to get the guys ready to play the game, and he did not have them prepared tonight. Um, You know, is that a coach's responsibility or is that on the players completely? Different opinions about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Joe Joe DeSanto. 
I've been working nights, so I haven't been able to catch your live pods, but I check it out afterwards. I'll always be loyal to KFS. Man, you guys are awesome. Seriously, thank you, uh, everybody who's in the chat, in the super chat, who comes to watch. We have over, oh, my God, over 500 people have hit the like button on this me ranting and raving about uh, Julius Randle and thumbs downs and baguettes and uh, this, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you for hitting the likes. Thank you for getting the likes up. It helps us out. It helps people notice what we do here. And obviously, we love the fact that people uh, notice what we do because it helps us do more of it and dedicate even, even more time. By the way, uh, shout out to Ryan Eggers, uh, Pastor Claudio's nephew. Uh, Andrew Claudio's cousin. Shout out to you, man. Uh, Jonas Plout, after watching tonight, how low of a percentage chance is it that Mitch is on the team next year? He got smoked. Uh, funny you asked that, Jonas. We were talking about that on the playback. We were actually discussing some contract numbers. Uh, Jeremy and I were going back and forth. I don't think he's going to get a three-year deal from anyone. Fully guaranteed. If he keeps the if he keeps up this level of inconsistency from now to the end of the season, I think maybe there's a team that lowballs him with a three year fully guaranteed offer. But I think more likely what he's going to get is maybe two years fully guaranteed with like a team option on the third year. And I'm not talking big money either. I'm talking like ten million dollars, under ten million dollars. Like the guy he played tonight, who was a fucking beast, Robert Williams. Signed this summer for four years, and I think it was $50 million or $51 million. Like, Robert Williams, I'm not saying Robert Robert Williams has been the bastion of consistency. But, like, Robert Williams has been more consistent than Mitch this year. I can say that. Um, I don't know. Right now, if you ask me to bet money on it, I would say that Mitch is not on the team next year. I don't know. that he, Does he get traded? I don't think he gets traded before the deadline, but I could see – a sign in trade uh, over the summer for sure, but I wouldn't put it at like zero or five percent. I think I put I don't know I'd put it 40 percent chance, forty five percent chance that Mitch is on the team next year, or something like that. Um, something in that, um, something in that uh, bit. Oh, Andrew wants me to I think read this before this unreal night ends. We passed eight thousand subscribers on the channel tonight, and thanks to you all. Yeah, um, thanks for everybody who subscribes to Nick's Film School YouTube. Uh, and the podcast, the whole thing. Uh, Ab- Abdullah Diallo. Julius, RJ, and Fournier are playing musical chairs to choose who carries. If Julius comes out to dominate bully ball, the rest of the team follows. You know, I'll say that. Um, oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, apparently ahead of schedule, might come back this season. That's interesting. That maybe changes uh, the championship uh, equation. Um this year, there was a stretch in the fourth quarter, and I'd love to. I, I would love to just go rewatch it. Where their offense, and again, this is for all the people who say quickly should start a point guard. When quickly was in the game, and he was kind of, kind of running the show with Fournier, with Randall doing the two. Those three guys, with a little bit of RJ, but it was really mostly those three guys. When there was a lot of high action, a lot of screens and gives and screens and gives and drives and this and that, that's the best their offense has looked this year. And I feel like it mostly revolved around uh, Fournier, Randall, and quickly with a little bit of RJ. 
and quickly made that happen. And that is the best argument. Anybody who's like, quickly should start a point guard, that's your best argument, is that stretch in the fourth quarter where the offense just looked outstanding. I just, to me, you could have your cake and eat it too if you get 25 to 30 minutes quickly off the bench. I still like a traditional point guard starting games. And then if you're going to play that guy 20 minutes, like here's the thing, Kemba Walker, when he comes back, guess what? You should only be playing him 20, 25 minutes because you saw what happened when you played 40 minutes. He went out with an injury. Um, okay, I think we've reached the end of the, the Super Chats. I have been on here talking for an hour. I have a newsletter to write somehow about this game. I have to try to put this game into, into – I have to summarize this game and put this game into context. How the fuck am I going to do that? I just have to give one more shout-out. Seriously, C.T. Pittman, C.T. Man. You 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 come through with these sometimes. You support us so much. Um, I hope you're still here. Um, I think Andrew has your information, but I just really can't thank you enough for the support um, and for for the generous contribution tonight. You are you really are the man. Um, I, I I'm I'm blown away. Um, but to everybody who uh, contributed in the super chat, to everybody who contributed in the chat, to everybody who's watching this. After the fact, everybody who listening tomorrow, um, thank you. Uh, and uh, we will be back with more fun and games after the game on Saturday. My goodness. What does this team have left in them after this? I have no idea, but I'm excited to find out. All right. Peace out, guys.